and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 23 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. want to thank you guys for tuning in. And again, a reminder, I don't know how you found us. I'm certainly glad you did. But again, tune in, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Just search for the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. In addition to that, you can tweet me. At Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, all one word, all lowercase. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group and page. And if you are really a D-Wade fan or supporter or a friend, you can go to Instagram, D-Wade909, all of those ways to reach out and touch me. And on episode 23, we bring in Biscuit, my brother, who's missed a couple of episodes yeah, hadn't seen you lately. At least uh, we haven't heard from you lately. Right. You missed out on a lot of major stories, uh, but we have you here now, and we have quite a bit to talk about. And just to let you guys know what's coming up in this episode, we're going to hit some headlines. Of course, a lot going on in and around the world of basketball. We'll get into some other headlines in the NFL and some other fun stuff. In addition to that, we're going to do the balling or fallen segment where we we identify three players, organizations, or sports entities and recognize it or decide amongst ourselves and even with you guys, are they balling or are they falling? Uh, in addition to that, we're going to do Hollywood swinging. And that's when we tie in entertainment into this discussion in and around the world of sports. I have a very, very fun segment. Today we're going to do The Real Feel. Okay. Okay. And and I don't mean F-E-E-L. I mean P-H-I-L. Who is The Real Feel? And and I'll break that down during the Hollywood swinging segment. And um, finally, we're going to do... Your big gender reveal? Nice gender reveal. (laughs) We previewed this during a Facebook Live segment, and I have a family, something I'm going to reveal. Well, actually, some of the other people in the family know. Our mother knows, but I'm going to reveal something to him live Okay, that he does not know, and, and live in the sense that he, when I tell him, he has not heard this before. It's a closely guarded secret. It's something that has created some anxiety in me. And uh, I'm going to share with you guys because I am, after all, an open book. So with that, let's get started with headlines. Well, of course, a lot of news in and around the NBA. Since we last talked, of course, the NBA draft is taking place. A lot of trades. You had D'Angelo Russ, Timothy Moskov going to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, and uh, they get rid of him in L.A. They paved the way for Lonzo Ball. David Griffin leaves Cleveland as the GM. Paul George notifies the Pacers. He's not coming back. And CP3, Chris Paul traded to the Houston Rockets for Patrick Beverly, Sam Decker, and Lou Williams, and a 2018 First round pick that is top three protected. So that's just the the shoe is just dropping on M- NBA free agency. 
And I, w- I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Phil Jackson steps down uh, today. Right. He steps down as general manager for the New York Knicks. That's a huge, huge headline. A lot of baseball stuff going on. But the major news is in and around the NBA. Uh, so your initial thoughts on – let's go with the Knicks first on Phil Jackson leaving the New York Knicks. Yeah, I mean, it was time. Uh, they've been struggling on the court. They've been struggling off the court. His relationship with Carmelo Anthony wasn't very good. His his relationship with New York just in general isn't very good. Uh, he tried to do a number of things. None of, none of those things worked out. Derrick Rose didn't work out. Derrick Fisher didn't work out. Uh, so, his again, his relationship is not working out. Or is not working out. His relationship with with Carmelo just evaporated, and, poor, and the threat to Trey Porzingis is was a big big deal as well. So, and we're gonna talk about him, Phil Jackson specifically later. So, I don't want to get too deep into to that deal. Okay, but I think that by and large things can look up for New York if they can somehow bring in the right personnel. Some of the rumors you're hearing uh, would bode well for the New York Knicks. Also. The CP3 uh, trade, the Chris Paul trade to the Houston Rockets for Patrick Beverly. Who wins that trade just on the surface? Well, I think the Rockets wins, win that trade because overall uh, they're getting a superstar in return. They're getting a perennial all-star. They're getting an all-time defensive player of the year, uh, All you know, first-team NBA de- uh, defensive player. So they're getting an, all, an all-star player, and they're giving up. Yeah, they're giving up Lou Williams, who who really helped them in the playoffs and, and, and uh, was great off the bench. Uh, they give up Pat Beverly, who who was um, an energy guy. A lot of people around here, the heart and soul of the Houston yeah, they Rockets say that. But I, I believe it. I, I really believe uh, it. Uh, and, and I and I'll give you my take in just a second. And Sam Decker and the number one pick, right? Which so should I mean, be an inconsequential because it should be a high pick. With if you forecast them to have a very successful the Rockets really season. haven't traded very. I mean, um, drafted very well over the years. So that's not something that you you really value especially in the NBA it's, it takes it always takes a couple years anyway for any of those draft picks to kind of pan out if they're going to pan out at all uh they usually just end up playing in the D league their first first season especially if you're late later round um pick even later round in the first round so uh i think the rock is just really they they got a guy who can bring the ball up uh who can control the pace uh, that's what James Harden kind of struggles with controlling the pace of the game. Uh, he, it was always kind of slow, and and it gives him the, the opportunity to go back off the ball uh, and kind of move around. And, and you so know. you think the Rockets win that trade? Oh, for sure. I, I, and I, I take it. This this is my take on it. This is where I would go with it. I don't think either team really won in this trade. I think the Clippers did salvage something if they thought that they might lose Chris Paul in free agency. He was the big winner. Because again, he he agrees to to opt back opt in right. and and then uh, like a, a signing trade essentially right it is is kind of what it is and he'll probably get an extension here in Houston so that's a good deal for him and for them if they were gonna lose him anyway okay at least you get some value in return I, I don't think they the Clippers really win because you have you bring in a Lou Williams. Who is very similar to Jamal Crawford? I don't know how, how that helps you unless you are putting together Crawford in another package. I I don't. Patrick Beverly will help you, especially defensively. I think this clearly makes this Blake Griffin's team. Uh, if he if he I'll if he stay, but he'll he'll stay. I think now he'll stay. Uh, but again, I never believed in the Clippers 
one bit. Now, I don't think that this really helps the Rockets. I think you lose, and I really do think, if you think about a guy that's all heart on this team, there are not a lot of them. And Patrick Beverly was one that, with his defensive effort alone, not, not, not that he was going to help you on the offensive end a lot, but look at this this team. This team, the He's way a they faded. Guy, you're talking about a scrappy I, I, but guy, again, for, this guy for a perennial all star. I, I mean, who's no, a no. Leader, who's a point guard? He's a point guard. He's a leader. I understand. He's been that. a leader everywhere he went. But you don't. Uh, do, you know who the leader is in Houston before before today and tomorrow? <laughs> it, that's James Harden, and, and that's it's, it's not going to be a debate. And I don't even know how these two are going to work together. So essentially, you bring in a point guard to. Mm-hmm play the same position as a guy who played point guard and is a MV, was an MVP candidate. So, I, I mean, to me, it's a redundancy there, and Harden has to have the basketball in his hands uh, for a lot of the shot clock to make something happen. That's not I, necessarily I, true. He can I, come out. He can come. I mean, he doesn't. He hasn't done it previously. But Previously. But so, if history is a shooter. He's if, a shooter. History, but he likes – well, how does he like to shoot? And, and he, and how he does can he, create his own shot he, off the dribble. But, but oh, that's what he does. He creates his own shot off the dribble. So, what do you need Chris Paul for? What, to pass him the ball after he gets past half court? Uh, but you, I, need, you, need a, you need a threat. You need someone to c- contain Steph Curry. You need someone to hold uh, uh, Br- um, Westbrook. You need someone to take care of Tony Parker. You need someone well, to Tony have. Well, Tony Parker's old. Well, I know, but I'm just yeah. saying, or Patty Mills or whoever's coming off, whoever's starting for, for the Spurs, you, you need someone who's going to have, who, who's going to cause problems from those guys on the other end of the court. Patrick Beverly was not that guy. He, he gave Westbrook fits. He hate Westbrook no, hated playing against. Yeah, right. Defensively, but they don't have to do anything on the other side. I, to me, I just think. Wow, unless, you are a Patrick Beverly fan? No, I, no, I'm talking about for this a particular thing. guy? No, no. Uh, uh, look at how Harden plays. Okay. Look at how he has everything he does comes off of the dribble. Right. So he even his jump shots, he'll, he'll fake drive and pull up. I mean, everything he does is with the ball. I don't see how Chris Paul helps him. So it's not uh, it's not a, a, you know, a. On this team that is such a has such a fragile psyche, and maybe Chris Paul will help with that with some mental toughness because the way they quit, They're both a great passes. The way the Rockets lost and went out was a massive, massive failure, and I think it tarnishes it, it really tarnishes hard, hard in the way they came out and quit and, and really just blew that you know that series versus. And San that's Antonio. why you need another leader. That's well, why you need a Chris well, Paul you to need come a in, leader who, who's a fighter. But is can Harden be sort of yield to that situation? So, so we'll get they're, into they're, this. they're boys. They they wanted to play together. Yeah, you always want to play with somebody until you get a chance to play with them. They play then, with, with together in Team USA. Okay, but that's that's no 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 that's not you know eighty two games and plus another six months of playoffs. So we'll get into that a, a little bit later on during the ball and the falling situation. Um, also, uh, you, you haven't we haven't spoken since the draft. You know, the draft is such a difficult thing because a I'm not familiar with a lot of these guys, and I mean because of the one and done. I think the top ten picks were one and done guys. I have never seen uh, Markel Fultz, the number one overall player. I never I've never seen him play. He mm-hmm. was on a, a what a nine t- win team. Yeah, he for, played for, for Washington. For Washington. Yeah. Um, so I don't know any of these guys, but it did bring back the discussion of what do you do? Because one and done is clearly a failure. It's a failure for the colleges. It's a failure for the NBA. 
it does not it generate a whole lot of excitement for the NBA draft. I know when the NBA draft, it you know, going back a ways, the NBA draft was was huge. Never as big as the NFL draft, but it was huge. And I just think that it's it's one of those opportunities that they have kind of missed on because guys, when it used to be lottery picks, were household names. You knew the top 10, 12 players. And, yeah, I knew Monk and and I knew uh, De'Aaron oh, yeah, Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox Lonzo from Houston. Uh, Jackson, out of, Justin, Justin Jackson out, mm-hmm. of, out of Tom Ball, Texas. So you know those guys. But, but not like instant impact guys in the NBA. And I just think that something needs to be done. Now let's let, let me get this off my chest right off the bat. Please, because this I mean you always this will be a once a year conversation. Well, they they are going to change it because everybody pretty much agrees. I think that they 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 should go to the baseball model. You can come out of high school mm-hmm. and and you can get drafted and you can you know if you don't sign with a team if you don't like you know if you can't get the deal that you want for yourself you still can go back to college. But if you go back to school, you have to stay for for three years. I, I I like that one a lot better than the one and done because, you know, the guys are not getting much better. Then and I know some people say, well, AAU ball they play so much basketball, but to to be in a collegiate environment, and, and again, this that doesn't boil down to rights. You you have the right, in my opinion, to go whenever you want to go. Mm-hmm. I think the NBA has failed by punishing guys who have more experience. And, and, I, and I, well, let me say this. Let me say this. At the beginning, when all the, the, when the trending started with the one and dones, I thought that they punished guys. And they still, there's a, a, a stigma attached to any guy that's been in school more than two, two years. You know, if you go two years or more, there's a stigma attached right. to you. Um, but I think now that the talent pool has eroded so much that, you know, you almost have to get these one and dones because there isn't a lot left because guys who, who would have stayed in school and gotten better hadn't had a chance to get better. So I, I think that, you know, what's your take on one? Well, I think I think the card the, the, the card has already left the barn on this one. I don't think. But they are going happen. to change. They're going to change. No, I mean, the, the commissioner said it. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski said it. Uh, the players' unions, they, they, everybody's in on a discussion on how it's going to change. Or They're talking about maybe keeping them two years. Uh, so there will be a definite change here in the next, maybe by as early as next year. I mean, I, I would hope that would improve the game. Um, I would. I mean, the, the, the draft is, I mean, after the first 10 picks, is like, uh, it's a snooze fest. I mean. No well, I mean, one. it is, and it doesn't last very long. But the problem is, you can have you can be look at look at Philadelphia with all of their first and a lot of it is injury and that could happen at any point, but all of these picks have not amounted to anything any impact no, on your I mean, team. I you look at truly agree Anthony Bennett who was a, I mean it's it's so many examples of how these guys don't come in and help when back in the day guys were a lot more polished and prepared. So from that standpoint. You know, again, I don't want to take away anything. And and I think that the owners will want those guys to stay a couple of years because, again, you might get into a situation where it's one less max contract you have to pay out too. That's true. So that long term, you know, this – if, if the NBA is still developing their development league, I think that would help to to bring those guys along as well. But you're never going to bring in a, a, a high first-round guy – he has to be a massive failure to even have to go to the D League or now what they call the G League. So they're going to rename that. So, you know, we'll we'll have to see. I think the best situation 
and I said this on the air on my show in Houston, that I thought that I, I'm almost doing a a 180 on LeVar Ball. And really? I am. I, I am to an extent. I am to an extent because he was on. They were all the ball boys was on WWE. They were on. Yeah, they were on WWE. And I, I mean, I didn't see it. I'm not a wrestling fan, but I saw a highlight and it looked like a lot of fun. And it looked like he was right there in his element. But I do think that there's there's more fun and, and frivolity than seriously like wanting to take over the organization. I think that he would he's with the perfect team. His son Lonzo is with the perfect team. Mm -hmm. And just think about what he was able to do. At the very beginning of this process, he said, Well, hey, I want my son to go to the Lakers. He never wanted him to be considered to be the top pick. And you know, it, but obviously it was the talent of Lonzo and, and, right. and the fates aligned perfectly for him. But I just thought that him putting that in the universe and 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 saying that and I mean, the talent is undeniable, and then you see him, hey, all of a sudden you ship D'Angelo Russell, who I think we will never hear from again. Who's uh, and, there was keep, something. keep your Instagram accounts away from him. No, they said he was already snitching uh, 15 seconds into his initial press conference with Brooklyn Nets. He was like, yeah, we worked. We had a practice last night, and some guy was supposed to be there, and, but he didn't show up. <laughs> I'm like, golly, kid. But Magic knew right off that, you know, you have to have some sort of chemistry. Can't just be talent alone. I think I think that organization is lining up to to be special again. And I think Magic is the kind of guy that can make that kind of difference. And, and you know, it really is a situation where everybody's trying to position themselves. Maybe. I guess they are. And I would think so. It's a, it depends on how much you listen to the media. Mm -hmm. Everybody's aligning themselves to try to position to get LeBron, thinking that he's going to opt out. Now, A, do you think he's going to opt out? And B, would it be worth it? If he loses again, if he gets to the NBA Finals and loses again, uh, I think he would definitely opt out. Or if he, if they don't make it at all, I think he would opt out. Uh, he's a, He wants to win. He wants to win as many championships as he can. Uh, he wants to continue to be in the conversation with Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and and all the the NBA greats of all time. He wants to be in that conversation. He wants to be the no-brainer, uh, greatest player of all time. And so I think for him to, to accomplish that, he's going to want to win championships. And that's going to entail him m moving around. Well, I tell you what, I, you know, I'm, I would, if I was an organization, I wouldn't do that, especially if I was in a Western Conference. I don't think LeBron will ever go to a Western Conference team. I, I don't think so. I don't know, but I, I want to get back to your comments on LeVar Ball, though. Like, you said okay. you were coming around. Like, So are you a fan of LeVar, LeVar Ball now? Do I need to buy you a Big Baller brand T-shirt? I think that I am for the moment. For the moment, okay. For the moment. All right, now, you're emotional he can, now. He can change this okay. with what, what happens moving forward. But I I think that I am – I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan now. You're a fan now. Oh, I'm okay. a fan now because uh, I, I think that – I think that – You're we, jumping the bandwagon. You realize this. Well, I think what has happened is – Oh, my goodness. What I think has happened is that there's been a, a separation where this guy's not everybody. It's just he's he's just – you know, P.T. Barnum. He's just, you know, he's 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 a, a wrestler type guy, and I think that that is separated from. And, and you know what else brought me to his side? 
people like the, the whole thing with Fox and the uh, Colin Cowherd, yeah, with the Col- chick. and Jason Whitlock and and Charlemagne the God even got involved. Well, you got you have people commenting on his parental style. Oh, he's not a good parent. He's this. He's that. Um, I think all these parents need to sit down, and, and Kevin Durant's mother included. I mean, I, I just it's you don't like the back and forth between her and no. Stephen A. Smith. No, she needs no, 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 no. Look, again, in America, you had a right to do whatever you want to do, but she needs to sit down. Man, you don't be talking I, about, I, about Kevin Durant's I'm mom. I'm not man. I lovely lady. And she's already had a Lifetime movie made about her. No, you have no. That's that's old. Really, the struggle, <laughs> how, how she overcame. Okay, you know, All right. But I, it's too much. It's Mama too much. KD, look, it's too much. It's it's too much because man, these when mothers mama, start to get involved, look, mothers and wives when they get involved. And fathers, too, for that matter. You can see RG3 and all the bad will he created. RG2 created in Washington. Um, you know, fathers, too. We we had it here in Houston with David Carr's dad being around all the time. But that he wasn't in front of the camera. Well, he did some, a lot of camera work here, too, locally. But uh, I just think that, you know, you know, sit down. I, I, when, look, wives... So you, so only you bad tell, you telling people you getting in trouble for just doing exactly what Fox did, telling people how to raise their no, kids. No, what well, he's a grown man, first oh, of all. Exactly. So I'm not telling how to raise him. I just don't want to see you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I didn't watch her on Stephen A. Smith. Well, <laughs> you know, it was interesting for oh, five minutes. I mean. I, okay, again. I think if they do a soup commercial or something, that's fun, that's cute. No, I, not before you weren't down for the soup commercial. You was dogging the soup commercial. I think I can concede the soup commercial okay. if I can keep you off camera. And, and I, I, you know, I, I will tell you this. Dale Curry is a great example. He's around and the camera's always on him. He's not, oh, you know, my boy, my boy, my boy. I mean, I mean his mom is super excitable. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, almost kind of, and his wife. Fault? Isn't that the media's fault for for talking to these people? I think so. Like Aisha Curry has like a cooking show. Like who? Right, who and, and that's capitalizing on opportunities. But still, when you get in there, Giselle in the NFL with Tom Brady. Look, man, why? Only bad things can happen when your wife gets involved or your mother is too involved. Because at some point, some if you are in the game, it's a it's a rough game. You might get jostled around verbally. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get criticism if you're around. If you are uh, uh, enjoying your son's success and 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 just taking the accolades when your son extends those. I mean, look, I I got teary eyed for KD's MVP speech and, and and when he talked about what his mother did. Mm-hmm. I I hey I I had the sniffles. I mean, I was as moved as anybody. Mm-hmm. But come on, you know. You didn't. Nah. She's trying to capitalize on her son's opportunity. What's wrong with that? I just, it's just all of the. I, Maybe I, she can be the next look, LeBron's and, mom. And then you see the parallels here. First LeBron. Well, yeah. But no, no, <laughs> don't say that. That I hope you. Uh, that's not cool. <laughs> Even though I mean, you talk. People say I say stuff. I say stuff about LeBron's mom. I'm just. You've saying, been no. hard on her. Than no, I, I didn't on the say slide. I, didn't, I didn't say anything about LeBron James's mother. Yeah, but what? I, yes, well, yeah. She you, just. She's a uh, a trailblazer. <laughs> not not. She's to her credit though. You haven't seen her in a long, long time. I wouldn't recognize her. 
nowadays. I mean, but again, you know, uh, I, I understand, the, the, but we got to stop. Okay. We, we, I mean, parents have to stop. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, anyway, I want to even get off of this subject. Um, I want to shift gears and go to hot topics. I don't know. I don't have a sizzle. <laughs> that's that's nice. I don't have a sizzle. We gotta put that in the budget. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's... I, I don't have a sizzle sound to fix. So, hot topics. <laughs> Just a couple things. Uh, the McEnroe Serena deal, which I think is much ado about not much. But this may tell everybody what's going on. So essentially, uh, John McEnroe being interviewed, asked about the world of tennis, like he always is, because he was a tennis great. Although I was and never he's a commentator. No, he was a great tennis. No, player. I know, but I'm saying now he's a commentator. Yeah, and he's he's t- coached the the what is the tennis team? It's not the Davis Cup. Davis Cup. Yeah, right? I think it's the yeah, Davis, Davis Cup. Yeah, Davis Cup coach for 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 tennis. Uh, the USA team. He's involved in USA tennis. He's done a lot of stuff, man. I mean, he's done everything from talk show host to everything, whatever. So you will know who John McEnroe is. And so he was asked about Serena Williams, and and he said that she some, – I don't know. I don't – the direct quote escapes me because I didn't pay as much attention to this as everybody else. But essentially he said she's the, a great, great player, you know, for women. I'm, You know, I'm roughly paraphrasing. And the interviewer was like, well, wait a minute. Why did you feel the need to qualify that? And he basically said that if she was on the male tour, the men's side, she would be the 700-ranked player in the world. She couldn't beat beat the the men. And Serena herself, four years ago, and David Letterman said the same thing about playing Andy Murray. She said she would be, be beating love and love in 10 or 15 minutes, tops. And... And so I think, although she did, you know, clap back on him on Twitter saying, like, basically keep my name out your mouth. But what she said is, hey, I would appreciate you not commenting on me or on anything that's not factually based, which I don't maybe. I mean, obviously that's an exaggeration. She wouldn't necessarily be the 700. That's why I think he got in trouble. But she wouldn't be in the top 10. I mean, if you look at the speed of the the serves between the women's game and the men's game, I mean, it's just totally different. She might be in the top 100. And then I I don't know that. I don't know. And then, because think about this in majors, you have to go uh, the best three out of five sets instead of two out of three. It's a, I mean, they play. It's a different game. It's a lot faster. It's a lot stronger. as much. So I don't know why people are upset with. I just don't understand why people are upset with McEnroe other than he just seemed to be dismissive. And I think it's just he's probably been asked this question 150 times and he was tired of answering it. And it was a slow news day, and that is how he, he came it came out. But I don't think he was wrong. I just think that he – I think the 700 That's your, that's number, your male bias talking, Devin. That's what that is. Or, uh, but again – Your we, male chauvinism. It was, but I'm, why couldn't I'm, a woman beat a man in tennis? Well, she could beat me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not claiming that I can beat her. Right. I mean, she could beat you. Yes. No, she could beat both of us on the court at the same time. Oh yeah, she could beat like to... four or five of us all together right. on the court at the same time. Now, maybe a younger me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't go there. But no, nah, I wouldn't have been able to beat her. Uh, I mean, she's a superior athlete. But again, I I think that. Some people have an agenda, and I don't understand the agenda. And I know, but we've been here for years. Oh, I mean, we heard of Ronda Rousey. Oh, she could beat Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather would have 
beat the brakes well, off he, of that lady. He, well, he probably would have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say in like, and out of the ring. Like I was like gonna say like no, he wouldn't hit a woman. Well, maybe he would. No, nah, but he, you know, again, he that was a no win. That was not even a conversation worth having. Right. That was just a instrument to create publicity. So I don't know what the the agenda is. What are you trying to get at? Because it's, I mean, there's certain physiological facts about men and women, and I just think that you know. There's exceptions in some areas, but ultimately at the tip top of of athletics, you're just not you just not it won't be a comparison uh, for obvious reasons that God intended. If you and if you don't want me to go religious, and I don't want to go religious, but I'm just saying that nature intended. Okay, N- naturally these things occur. So uh, it, it's not to 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 degrade women in any way, and I don't think McEnroe was. I just think I don't think I don't, and I don't think the, it was a race thing nah, or no. sexist I, and thing. You, have you seen her, her her nude pregnant pictures? No, I don't want to see anybody's nude pregnant pictures. I know, but you know that started with, the first I can remember was Demi Moore. Yeah, I remember that. Similar thing. Beyonce's done it. I, well, I mean, I, I'm I, not in. I mean, what? I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I guess when your like wife was pregnant, you, she didn't want to do that. No, no. No, like I don't, I don't get that. Is that just a Hollywood thing? Then I, I guess. I mean, I guess it's supposed to. I don't. Know. I, I don't. I don't. Get Women it know why they do stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. That and that I doubt. It. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that that. I think the thing where you have uh, the the topless mother child father kind of thing, not in tastefully, not. Not you see no, nobody naked in the, the show. You don't like, see anything but the shoulders I and the know, baby. But still, it's, that, it's natural, and you of all people should be believing natural. But <laughs> what is that? What is that? Then you do like didn't, you didn't do anything. Your wife didn't. She yeah, had, like I mean, natural, we had natural birth. Yes, we like in a bathtub and all of that. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. Yeah, I mean it was natural. There's no <laughs> epidural or nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that doesn't mean I want to go and take pictures, and my wife don't shave no, but her armpits seen, and all. You, like, no, you've seen the pictures, though. They, I mean, I've seen them, but no, like, those, some of those are cool. So nah, those are not. That's bad. not. It's not my thing. The other thing is Vince Young coming out blasting Jeff Fisher, uh, saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick st- throws more interceptions than anybody in the league and still has a job, and I'm here cooking turkey next. Um, well, there's a reason why you're at home cooking turkey necks. First well, of all, because you eating turkey necks. <laughs> <laughs> well, point taken. <laughs> but look, here's this is my take on this. Okay, well, who cares what Vince Young thinks I care. at this point? I, why? I, I care. If he, I mean, if he was making it in, in reference to okay, why is Colin Kaepernick still sitting at home and Ryan Fitzpatrick has a job? Great, I'm all for it. I'm here for that fight. You you can't even make it in the CFL. Dude. Well, he tore his, his hamstring. It don't matter so. why you couldn't make it. You didn't he'll make, make it. it. He'll make it if he wants and to. And everybody in the NFL, the story was that he couldn't learn the playbook. No, that's not the entire story. Uh, he was emotionally fragile. I, he, he there was a lot in of in Cleveland. There was a lot of narrative. In Cleveland. No, but look, let me. The, the truth is, if you think for one minute that he's not better than a lot of guys and again, he's been away okay, from the game for a long let's, time. Let's go for it. Let's go a list. If, if, if. I mean, okay, who's the third string quarterback? Brandon Whedon? I take Vince I, Young. No, no, I wouldn't. I would take Vince Young in a heartbeat. I over wouldn't. Why? There was so many. Austin Davis and all of these no, Austin guys. Austin Davis, maybe. But oh, it's a Brandon Whedon? Brandon Whedon won a playoff game for us. David Carr played 25 years in the NFL. You don't. You think for one minute Vince wasn't better than he was? Mm. You, 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 you are not. Look, no, uh, you're looking at it through rose-colored glasses. No, I'm not. When we, when 
Vince Young was playing in the NFL when he was playing for the Titans, if he threw for, for over 200 yards, you were okay. like, wow, Vince Young no, is amazing. Dude, dude, he was rookie of the year. He's 31 and 19 as a starter. He's 31 and 19. He throws 47 touchdowns, like 50 interceptions. Dude. Over the life of his. Dude, it, he over, won. And I'll say this. And let, he let, won. So did Tim Tebow. Uh, okay. Why is Tim Tebow not in the league? Why I, and is Tim I, Tebow I thought, not complaining? I thought Tim Tebow should have been given more of a leash. But I do think, I honestly believe, and and and, and I've talked to a lot of people around the country, not, and people in Buffalo when he was there. I, I've talked to a lot of people. Vince was not treated particularly fair. And, and it started and ends with Jeff Fisher. I think I think that he damaged him so much. You remember the year they were like 0-7, 0-8, and he still wouldn't play Vince? Mm-hmm. And then he finally put him in, and Vince ran the table for a little while. And, and then and he, you know, and then Fisher comes out and still says he's a Kerry Collins guy. I mean, you know, he he let information leak about this young man that never had to get out. Why now, this, this is not 2005. But, Why but are we it's, it's about relevant because we're seeing it happen again with Colin Kaepernick. Now, that's different. That's no, diff- it's not. No, 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 it's different. Vince Young couldn't make it on the field. Like, he couldn't. Yeah, like, he, he could. Had different, yes, he had he different could. opportunities. He couldn't make it with the—what's his excuse with the Eagles? What's Look. his excuse with the Green Bay Packers? What's his excuse with the with Buffalo Bills? What's his excuse with with, uh, with the Cleveland Browns? What's his excuse with the Stampede? I mean, this guy's had well, so he, many he, chances. First of all, he had an excuse with his with the hamstring. Second of all— Colin Kaepernick can still play football. Colin Kaepernick is an awesome again, athlete, and he had a, a, played a, a, had a re- really good season with a really awful but offense. But why, why did his, his career did not have to— he he should have been working. He should have had a place on a, a roster, especially in Buffalo. And I had to go and look back at who the quarterback was. But but he now again, I am biased. I am biased. He's a Houstonian. At when he beat we're losing USC right now. <laughs> no, we, no, I know we're not because this is. I don't. I, maybe you don't listen to to the show here in Houston. It, it comes up periodically a lot more than you think. No, nah, I mean I understand it, because again. But- he was never. He did have a raw deal in Tennessee. I will give you that. I, and again, the whole thing about him committing suicide and missing and all no, that I stuff. No, I mean that was that, that was, was Jeff Fisher that did that. Right. And that. That was very ugly. and That was very wrong. He never won events. And I think again, just just like Colin Kaepernick, you have to put Vince is not a Tom Brady or Aaron no. Rodgers. You you but you can tailor. He can he could have had a better career than Ka- than Colin Kaepernick had in the right <laughs> situation. Uh, he could have gone to a couple uh, of uh, NFC you championships. Know, it's just some at some point you, you you're talking to somebody who's not realistic, and so it just doesn't make any sense to continue a conversation. No, but no, there is no, there is no way. He, at, I just at can't no believe you are so blind the, to that. Was he at the same level as Colin Kaepernick? He was as better passer, as a passer. Or he as was a better. He was not better. He, than he, Colin he Kaepernick. didn't throw the deep ball as good as Ka- uh, as oh Kaepernick. If he, if he was good, he would have t- he would have went to the Super Bowl like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, no, he no, no. So many things. He would have beat. He would have beat Green Bay in Green Bay. I just can you you are just so tone deaf on it. I can't believe, dude. So you saying it? What about the defense in San Francisco that they had? I, I mean, they had a good defense. They had a great defense, and when the defense, defense fell apart, they became a worthless franchise. Okay, that's what happened in San Francisco. They still haven't rebounded mm-hmm. from all of the injuries from and the, the Patrick Willis leaving. Well, I mean, and, uh, Michael, anyway. everybody's left from that team. So Michael Crabtree. So, all but again, guys. he would have had to beat the Patriots. And he would have had to beat the Colts. He would have had to beat some quality teams to get to the Super Bowl when he was playing. So, 
uh, again, you know, I, I just think he got a raw deal, but I think it's in his best interest to uh, – and this, this is a big Sports Illustrated article. To just – you can't be the guy. You have to have guys that come out and say it for you. But the truth is he did get a, a raw deal because – Many many days. Look at the, look at all the horrible quarterbacks that have come through Houston that have jobs. No, and, I mean, and this that's guy fine, couldn't get but, a job. I mean, now I do he's think had that opportunity. I do. Well, he's had a lot of opportunities, but I think things didn't didn't line up the right way for him. And I think that in some ways it's very disappointing because I did think that he was he was a great great quarterback. So with that, going to take a timeout. Come back on the other side. We're going to do our uh, We the People segment where we look at the poll question. Oh, no, we still, wait a minute. Yeah, we're going to do balling or falling, and we're going to do Hollywood swinging. So, yeah, we have a lot to do and the big reveal at the end of the show. You're tuned in to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Hey! Raindrop. Drip. Drop top. Drop top. Smoking on cooking the hot box. Cooking. On your bitch, yeah, dot, dot, dot. Cooking up from the crock pot. pot. We came from nothing to something. Hey. I don't try nobody to grip the trigger. Nobody. Call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. It's bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up with a oozy. My niggas is savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Crap. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up with a oozy. My niggas is savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Crap. All set. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome back to the Devin Wade Podcast, episode 23. Devin Wade alongside Biscuit, Jordan Wade, my brother. And we just got a a call from the Turkey Neck Council. (laughs) Okay. And they said, it sounded like you had a tone when you talked about Turkey Neck. There's not the healthiest option. uh, As if you, you know, you didn't grow up on Turkey Neck. No, I mean, I did, but I wouldn't go try to play a football game after eating a whole pot of Turkey neck, the whole bowl hey, of turkey man, necks. protein. And the fat, other other white meat. A whole bunch of fat. The other other white meat. Come on. Chicken, pork, and turkey neck. Those are the kind of things you eat at the strip club buffet. <laughs> what strip club are you going to? I don't, but Vince would. Vince would know. <laughs> turkey necks at the strip club? That's You don't want to mix turkey necks. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back. Why uh, again on iTunes. <laughs> That's an involved meal. <laughs> Unless you have smoked turkey necks, I guess. I guess. You could do some. But you have to sit down. It's not like finger food. You have to kind of roll up your sleeves and, I mean, and get with some turkey necks. I mean. You so, got to eat with your hands. Okay. So, I mean, that's not strip. No, you're doing other things with your hands, possibly in the strip club. I mean. But I don't want to tell, tell on myself back in the day. It was a different time. <laughs> different era okay bill cosby uh, no nah, oh, that ain't funny he needs to sit down somewhere too by the way he's going on a, he's going to that's what I'm town hall he, he needs to sit down somewhere and i'm not even i won't even get into the subject but i have a lot to say about that that'll be on my other podcast <laughs> when i talk about oj bill cosby and r kelly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what we that's a whole. That's a yeah. whole. That's a whole podcast. That's a whole yeah. year. That's a whole twelve years worth of podcast right there. Seasons. Hey, hey, yeah, Bill, Bob, and OJ. Bill, Bob, and OJ. That's, yeah. That could be the, the name big, of a, yeah, the Bill, podcast. Bob, and OJ podcast. It's copyrighted. Ooh. Can't steal it. Yeah, <laughs> I put it out there. Can't take it. The Bill, Bob. <laughs> that would be really, really. Anyway, it's time for Ballin' or Fallin'. And the first thing we're going to debate is the legacy of one Phil Jackson. 
He's coming up late in the show, too, by the way. My thought is this. He's one guy that has hurt his entire legacy with what he's done with the Knicks. And, it, and I'll tell you why. It look, now it looks more and more like maybe it's me. And I could really be wrong on this one. Okay. But, you know, now it looks more and more like, yeah, he was just riding the coattails of Jordan and Kobe and Shaq. You know, I mean, he was such a horrible, horrible manager of people and personnel guy. He didn't seem quite engaged. They said he was falling asleep during workouts. That's what Jay Williams said on ESPN. He can't get along with look, not if you, look, don't sign Carmelo and then be mad at him. You know, that you take your that's like you taking your woman out and say, well, I want to go to a nice restaurant. Well, you taking her out to a restaurant, but you mad the whole time that you taking her out to the restaurant. Just don't take her if you, you're gonna get upset about it. He extended him, he re-signed him, he re-signed Carmelo. Don't get mad at him because you gave him all that money. That was your failure. I, I don't think he necessarily tarnished his legacy. I mean, he still won 10 championships. It's not easy to do. I so mean, you, his look, legacy. You, look the, you look at the Los Angeles Clippers. They they couldn't get out the second round of the playoffs. And so, they had great players. So and, and so the Phil Jackson legacy, would you say, is it balling or falling? Well, I mean, of course, at this very moment, it's falling. There's no way you can say it's balling. Well, so you, but, but if you say it's falling, then you're saying that what has happened in New York is affecting the way we perceive him, his, his legacy. Yeah, but not not down the line. No one will remember this. No one remember Akeem Olajuwon when he played for the Toronto Raptors. I think this. I think Phil Jackson's legacy is falling. I keep on falling. Ever so slight. I think it's high, but ever so slightly, I think he's falling. I think time heals all wounds, and three years from now, we'll be talking about how great he is or how great he was as a coach. Well, then you have to change your answer. You have to say balling. Okay, well, he's balling. He's okay. 10 championships. Second one, the uh, and uh, the second one is the Eastern Conference. With all this happened with the draft and some of the moves, obviously Jimmy, Jimmy Butler leaving the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. Paul George maybe leaving the Eastern Conference. However, Boston has gotten a lot better. Philadelphia is better, with uh, presumably, with well, getting Ben Simmons back. And and Fultz, the number one pick. So is the Eastern Conference, the NBA's Eastern Conference, are they balling or are they falling? Why are you sounding so weird? Because they, I have a game I had a game show background uh-huh. to this, so this is my Bob Barker, who was a freak too, by the way. Maybe it could be the <laughs> maybe it could be the Bill, Bob, and Marv. Bob, Bill, and, Bob, Bob, and OJ. And Marv. You forgot about Marv Albert getting into Mel- Marv Albert, yeah. There are others. I'm sure, but the Eastern Conference is definitely falling. I keep on falling. I mean, like you said, they 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 lose Jimmy Butler. They are barely contended in the in the the, I mean in the um, NBA championships. They win one game in the NBA NBA championship. So, and then you look the Eastern the the winners of the Eastern Conference who had the first who ended up in first place, the Boston Boston Celtics. Uh, couldn't even uh, push push the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they're definitely falling. And, and then you have a guy like Kyle Lowry who may leave. So, I mean, you got a bunch of shoes left to drop. I mean, like you said, if, yeah, if Paul and, George and, and leaves. I will say this. With the exception of, of Boston, I think Boston, and, and to an extent, not that they're the contender, but I think to an extent you look at uh, you, it's a, it should be an exciting time for fans in Philadelphia. 
I, I think if you can get uh, they, ben, they you get Ben Simmons back before, I, but you got Ben Simmons coming back. You have Embiid who got some time in. Who's every? He can be everything that you thought he might be, and then you get another number one pick. But besides that, I think by and large, again, the Eastern Conference is has fallen. I keep on falling for sure. Now again, a lot of things can happen. We'll have to see what and how. But the East, it, it's. The West is 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 top heavy, man, and I think that again another reason why LeBron will never go to the Western Conference. So, uh, and finally, uh, this is a sort of a dual thing: ball in the fall and the Rockets championship chances. Now, this go coincides with a uh, a question I had on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page group page and um, the We the People poll. The We the People poll. I asked the people, and I gave them three choices. Did this trade for Chris Paul improve the Rockets' chances of winning an NBA championship? And the choices were, you know, yes, we're on our way. No, all show and no go. And only if another move is made. So the majority of people said only if another move is made. So you may anticipate maybe running Carmelo, maybe running Paul George. Maybe other pieces are out there. Millsap is out there. Even Gordon Hayward, who may end up, you know, we'll see what what he decides to do, how they work that situation out. I know Boston really, really wants him. So the fans said, on the we the people, the listeners say, only if there are other moves made. What say you? Have the Rockets championship hopes, are they balling or are they falling? Well, I mean, the Rockets have already came out and said they are, are looking to add another piece. So they even But re- as of this part, as of this as of, as of this moment, uh you still have Ryan Edison, you still have Eric Gordon. Uh those guys were very important to you making it. You still have Clint Capella. You add you just add an uh, another perimeter score to the mix. And I think I think right now there's there they, they did improve their chances. I think most most definitely they did so improve they their are, chances. So they are they are balling. Status quo right now, right right now. I don't think they've improved at all. They, I think you don't the, think they've the improved best, at all. Well, I think I mean this is a superstar league. They just added a superstar to their roster, and you so don't believe they improved at they, all? They were, they. I, I'm not sure, man, because you got you have Lou Williams coming off the bench that gave you points. If he did nothing else, he scored. You still I, have Eric Gordon, six I, man I, I, You know, I, you know, Chris Paul's had health issues. I think you can have regular season improvement from that standpoint, but as a championship contender, no, nah, they've fallen. The best falling. thing about that trade is that they kept Paul from going to possibly to San Antonio. So, but I think that uh, the Rockets have fallen. So, from that standpoint, uh, there's that. So, um, wow, I'm gonna go buy you a Patrick Beverly. Like a uh, L.A. Clippers jersey. You will find out a team without a heart. If you not watch the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> they're a team without a heart. <laughs> they still made it down the Yellow Brick Road, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the way. If the Yellow Brick Road led to San Antonio, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, and they had him. They had his heart. So now it is time for Hollywood swinging. <laughs> This is the uh, opportunity we take to combine entertainment and sports. Now, we, we've come up with different ways to do it, and we're still feeling our way around this segment. But today is 
Name the real Phil. Okay. So your possible answers are Phil Jackson, mm -hmm. Phil Lip Bailey, Phil Collins, or Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince. Okay, who is Philip Bailey? From Oh, my gosh. If you listen to the, the Friday Express, do not banish him. The the the, the co-lead singer, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, okay. The light-skinned one or the dark-skinned one? The the dark skin with braids okay. and the high. Okay, I got you. I got you. Reasons? Yeah, no, I got you. I'm I'm right there. With you. Okay, I won't hit the note. Please don't. Please. <laughs> I, but I I well I can. I hadn't had tea and I've been talking for a while. But yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna give you some facts and you tell me which feel or feels fill in the answer. Okay. Okay. Which feel loves Texas history? Uh, out of Phil Jackson, Phil Bailey, Bailey, Phil Collins, or Uncle Phil? Uh, <laughs> let's go, Phil Collins. You nailed it. You got lucky with that. <laughs> Phil Collins has collected and donated back to the Alamo. He is a big time collector of Alamo memorabilia, and he loves. I mean, he Texas would, history. He would be seem like the most likely to have some. But again, he's stuff. from England. He has no ties to Texas. Yeah. But he loves the Alamo, and he loves, in turn, Texas history. He, again, he just donated, you know, I don't know what the dollar amount was, but very valuable artifacts from the Alamo to the Sisters of the Republic or whatever they call mm, it. I'm, see, again, not surprised. I would be surprised if... If it would have been Uncle Phil? <laughs> if it would have been Uncle Phil. Okay, born in 1951, which Phil? Who's the real Phil? Uh, and I'll give you in there a couple of them. Okay, um, Uncle Phil, Philip Bailey, and Phil Jackson is older than that, so the other Phil. It ended up Phil being Collins. Phil Bailey and Phil Collins. Oh, okay, Those, so only they two. Were born okay. in, and you're right, Phil Jackson is is uh, <laughs> is is older than that. Right. Always judged people. Who's the real Phil? <laughs> 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 Uncle Phil, obviously. Uncle Phil was the judge, <laughs> but so is uh, Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. So a couple of Phil's on that one. Okay. Dated a Playboy feature model. Uh, 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 somebody featured in Playboy. Who's the real Phil? Uh, Phil Jackson? Yes. And who was that? Jeannie Bus, Okay. Jeannie Bus. I didn't, I didn't know that. Did my research on that. I'm disturbed. Well, I mean, hey. Work beckoned. Oh, Some yeah. of us are de dedicated to the craft. <laughs> Rode the coattails of an icon to glory twice. Oh. <laughs> twice. You wrong. Twice. Oh, man. You're <laughs> Who's wrong. the real Phil? Uh, obviously, you're talking about Phil Jackson. <laughs> Is there more yes. than one? <laughs> yes. No, it's Phil Jackson. <laughs> Uncle Phil only rode, uh, rode the coattails of glory of Will Smith once. Mm-hmm. So, and rest in peace, Uncle Phil, too, by the way. Did he die recently? Oh, he died a while back, right? Yeah, 2013. You didn't even know. Who's alive or dead? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, Has five kids. Which of the, which, who is the real Phil or Phil has five kids? Uh, Phil Collins has a lot of kids, I believe. And Philip Bailey. Oh, wrong. Womp, womp. Uh -huh. Phil Bailey got like a ton of kids. I think his is at seven or eight. Uh, you said five kids? 
Yeah, well, I mean, he has more than five. But you didn't say, I thought you mean at least five. Specifically five uh, kids. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, Phil Jackson has five kids. Oh, I didn't know he had any Uncle kids. Phil, on a technicality, has five kids. <laughs> what, what is that supposed to mean? If he adopts <laughs> the Fresh Prince, if he, if he oh, okay. adopts the Will. about like the real No, I, I, the real Phil, I think. I think yeah, I, I, I think mean, it was, was never clear. It was never clear. I thought he was. I, I, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, but no. If Uncle Phil would have adopted, obviously, but because he had Hillary, uh, what's those Carlton, Carlton, Ashley is the baby, mm-hmm. and then they had another little baby. Yeah, I can't like all the series always do that. They just that throw another child in there. They yeah. did it with Raven Simone. They all do that. Wow, you were watching that so Raven. Oh, no, no, you're talking on about the, the Cosby, Cosby Show. show. Oh, Which, by the way, is back on television, and it I was, watched. It was always back on. I mean, no, it was, it was on, not it, on. It was on. It was, they it, ran a centric marathon. It was not on, on any direct TV channel. I saw it I on like regular TV. No, you didn't. I did. Some people never. They saw had a marathon on, on centric, and and so uh, let's see where we at. We got uh, oh, had a wife that was two faced. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 this is a hard one um oh i got it uh uncle phil uncle phil is right yes uncle phil is right i like like the turn of phrase there because there were two aunt vivs aunt vivs there were two one is still bitter no no for me one is still bitter she's hanging out with vince (laughs) (laughs) she and vince are kicking it so (laughs) So that's it for the Hollywood swinging. So that brings us to the conclusion, near the conclusion of the show. But before we go, a couple things. I have a big reveal. But before I get into that, <laughs> I want to tell well, one major thing I want to say before the final reveal. Okay. Is I have made a declaration. Mm-hmm. This is not the big reveal. This is only one of the reveals. Okay. I had made. I don't know how this is going yet. But my declaration going into the summer was this was going to be the summer of trap music for me. Hey! Okay. <laughs> since, since I have fallen uh, fallen way, way behind of, of the current musical trend. Mm-hmm. And me being a radio personality, that doesn't really bode well, although I play a, a different genre, an old school R&B. But I had dedicated, I said, well, you know what? I have been so critical of trap music or of today's music mm-hmm. that I, I needed to immerse myself in the culture. Mm-hmm. And so this was going to be the summer of trap music. And the, the, the summer of trap music. So in the background, at some point during this this episode, during some point of this episode, you're going to hear some, some trap music. I can't wait. But, and required for me to sort of feed, fuel my fire for, <laughs> for, for trap music. I watched the BET Awards, okay. which was just, they were just so dripping. Leslie Jones hosted. And Tamar Braxton brought the house down there. She was good, but this is what I don't know. Was that pre-recorded? It didn't seem like it was live. 
I don't know. I didn't watch it. I think she sung to a track, but she did the most. I mean, she was good. I, I mean, of course, I like New Edition, but Leslie Jones was so You know she's like 50-something years old. Right. I understand that. I, I, I wrote it for her. Movie, the first movie I saw her in was uh, um, Nothing is Free or something. It was a Damon, Damon Wayans movie, and she was uh, Monk Money. That's what it was, and she was chasing after the little brother. Like, she wanted him, and she was like the really? ugly friend. So that's where I remember Leslie Jones from. Yeah, yeah, she got, she did a, she did a lot, of stuff. and uh, it was, it was just she, the opening monologue. She just yelled the whole time, and I was rooting for. Her. I wanted her to do well, but yeah, they were disorganized. They, it was, it was bad. They were a couple times they introduced the wrong person. They cut the commercial. And there was no commercial. They, it was, it was, it was. That's why you wrong. always watch the highlights on YouTube the day after. Well, what I did was I kind of watched it an hour behind so I could skip through some of the performances, thank goodness. And so... Who would you skip? I was I mean, I didn't watch a lot of that. <laughs> How you going to be in, trying to learn trap music? I'm, that? It's a, maybe by Labor Day, I will be truly okay. converted to trap music. So if there's any trap music that you all would recommend for me, I would, oh, I would gladly uh, take the recommendation. I will sit down. I will put on... My smoking jacket and my, <laughs> and I will light my pipe and I will sit in my study and I will listen to with some trap music. <laughs> well, a smoking jacket and a pipe. Oh you, yeah, my, <laughs> different kind of pipe. A different kind of pipe. Different, different kind, of jacket. kind of jacket. Yeah, yeah same thing. Trap music. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. So so yeah. So this brings me reluctantly to a very traumatic experience. This is my reveal. Okay. And. I, you know, I, I am really upset about this. Okay. And I'm panicking maybe, maybe, maybe too much. So I go to get my hair cut mm -hmm. uh, the other day. And I got my hair cut. And in the process of getting my hair cut, the lady who's been cutting my hair for a couple of years now, she says, are you under a lot of stress? And I'm like, not that I know of. <laughs> she was like, well... Your hair is is is, is, is thin, right at the top, <laughs> not in the circle, not the right. George Jefferson, right? But she says that my hair was thinning, <laughs> so I am oh. going to be posting eight million pictures of myself <laughs> on the gram in case I'm sad Real about game, this, brother. Come on. I'm calling LeBron. <laughs> Look, you know this is what I give for making LeBron fun of LeBron all these years. I, I'm gonna take a lot of pictures. I'm never gonna get another haircut, man. Because you know, I, I well, dad you are went. Child of, of the '80s, so everybody who had a Jerry curl in the I 80s, didn't have a Jerry curl. I mean, I'm not saying that you did, but I'm just saying the products used back in the '80s. All those dudes got got a man. Bald Dax headed. ain't caused balding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Royal Crown, you look at A.C. Green, Palmade. you look at uh, Michael Jordan, you look at uh, Worthy, you look at all those guys, them guys are but we have, uh, Well, uh, more importantly, we have it in the family. Well, yeah, of course. Dion is bald. Yeah, but I'm saying my grandfather. And um, I, even our dad. Went, yeah, he, he went, went bald. bald too. To, to, he didn't go all the way bald. Man, he was as close as you can get. See, so so now I'm I'm panicking about this, man. This is not something I take very lightly. Because you were talking about trap music, and then you were talking about going to get your hair cut. I'm like, oh, okay. So he was chilling in the barbershop. He might have got some contact man, or something. Look, like, I, I ain't know I, what happened. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm getting, getting the fro, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, first of all, I don't, 
I don't I don't believe it necessarily. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I mean, if you look well, at it, can you? That's not anything you know. Uh, I mean, oh, don't start. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't notice any balding, but it does look a little, you know, a little thin. And she messed up your edge up, but other than that, I, I mean, know she, yeah, she, she hit or miss. Some days if she ain't got nothing to do. She give him a good haircut. She's in a hurry. She she can kind of rush through it, but, but she she does she she's cool. But I don't know, man. I've been look, I, I took know. a picture. I took a picture, so I'm nervous about that, but. Oh, what a development. I don't know, man, what to say about any oh, of this. Oh, man, this is going to be gold. Oh, I hope you oh, do go bald. But you're not far behind. Oh, my. There's Look, no it's... way that I'm going to go bald and you're oh, not. Oh, no, that's definitely going to happen. That is, def- no, that's, no, that is a thing. No, that is no, a thing. Same you're... jeans. Look, nah, but you you 6'2", almost. I'm 5'8". <laughs> we ain't got the exact same jeans, brother. Yeah, hey, look! I gotta have some. I didn't get the height. I gotta have something. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're George Costanza. No, no, uh-uh. I don't. Hey, well, I don't know. Oh, that's gonna be gold I, if you I go don't bald. Know. I'm gonna take a picture. So if oh, you that's see, gonna be so, so gold. I never post pictures of myself. Generally, as a general rule, I don't post my pictures of myself. But I am going to. Oh, this will be the oh, summer man. of photography because I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures of myself. And to remember my hat. Oh, man. I'm going to call uh, LeBron. And again, she didn't say I was bald. And she just said it was thinner. Yeah, that means that it, the hipocles <laughs> ain't growing, So she brother. used some kind of special shampoo. Oh, boy. And you go to like an Asian lady, right? No, not anymore. Oh, okay. So I don't know. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. But with that, oh, going to wind down episode I have my fingers 23 crossed of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade what podcast. What a great day. Yeah, I know. People can't get in touch with you on social media. So hey, somebody's create a fake page for me. I'm still I'm still waiting for that. Okay, so somebody create a fake page for Biscuit Wade. There you go. There you go. You may not like what they post. No, that's okay. <laughs> but then if that's the case, know. why don't you do it? I won't know. So <laughs> he has a phobia about that. I don't have he a phobia. He thinks the government is watching uh, his. Dad, dad, he might, but that's not the point. <laughs> so, I don't have nothing to hide. So, so that ain't episode the point. 23 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast has come to an end. And again, I want to remind you guys uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, tune in. Tweet me at Wade's Word, all lowercase, W A D E S, no apostrophe, because it's a, a name, Wade's Word, uh, on Twitter. And the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook. So with that, hey, want to thank you guys so much. Please continue to share it. Spread the word. We, we have listeners all over the world now. We want more and more and more so we can get bigger and better and do some fun things and go out on tour and, and just do the whole shebang. So again, thanks for listening and as always, have a great day.